Before we go to Shane Tapo, who is standing by, have a listen to this. So, and you may have caught this if you were watching TV3's coverage of election night. This wasn't shown, if my memory serves me correctly, on TV1. Uh, Calvin Davis did a speech which didn't go down well with everyone. Uh, have a listen. A man named Todd Muller yelled, Why are we all following this Simon Bridges fella? I'll lead you, he said. Nikki K by my side. Make me the leader of this blue Tanifar pride. Uh, so it was, it was a rhyming poem that speech. That sounds like a month ago now, I hear that. It feels so long ago. And, and it went for 10 minutes. I, I mean, I've been at weddings where people have done that rhyming speech, and normally what happens is you get laughs for about the first 30 seconds, and then it dawns on the audience, oh, no, he's going to rhyme for the whole speech. Now, this is not the biggest deal in the world, but it certainly didn't strike a broadly popular chord, I think it's fair to say. Now, whether it really actually has any bearing on Calvin Davis as potentially Deputy Prime Minister uh, is something we're going to take some talk back on on 0800-80-1080. But let's first bring in political commentator Shane Post. Shane, good afternoon and thank you for being on the program. Kia ora. Good to be back. Good to be back. Yeah, good to have you, Shane. Hey, um, how important is the role of Deputy Prime Minister? Not that important, actually. You know, no. it's not the vice president. It's not no, no. It's not the vice presidency. You're not one heartbeat away from uh, the the main job. Um, I, 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 you know, I'm, 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 I'm a, I love my politics, but I'd, I'd, I'd have, I'd struggle to pick the last three or four uh, deputy prime ministers that New Zealand had. I could probably name the last ten vice presidents of the United States. It's not that important of a role on the scheme of things. And also, can I say, it's probably less important over the next year or two because I doubt if the Prime Minister is going to be travelling anywhere anytime soon. Actually, that's a decent point. So, so let's explain a little bit more about why you don't think it's such an important role. Why is that? Because it doesn't have, it doesn't have a, legal, a legal standing. We, we, actually, don't have, we don't, actually don't need to have a, a Deputy Prime Minister. There's nowhere in the statute that says there has to be a Deputy Prime Minister. It could go to coalition partners. Uh, I think it will go to Calvin because of the internal politics that w- exists within the Labour Party, but it has no constitutional standing. And as I say, um, it's a functionary. It's a functionary role, often used as a disciplinary as the, as the disciplinarian within your own party, rather than put for political effect. Can you explain what? So, what would happen in New Zealand if something bad happened to the Prime Minister? Um, how does the next Prime Minister get? Chosen. That would, the cabinet would decide. Uh, sorry, the in, 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 in terms of in terms of the structure of what's likely to happen in terms of the next uh, the next parliament is that the Labour Party caucus will decide who the leader of the Labour Party is, and in effect they'll become the prime minister. So that's how it works in New Zealand. That's how it works in Westminster systems. It seems to be sort of looking that the, the role might not be so important because Jacinda Ardern might not leave the country. But I'm not sure who should who should be deputy prime minister because we did hear a lot about Winston obviously as deputy prime minister and his role there as foreign minister and it did seem to me to carry a little bit more weight than maybe um, we might be led to believe. But who should be deputy prime minister? Well, it depends. It depends whether there's some form of agreement with the Greens, uh, whether there be a full coalition, whether there be a confidence, confidence and supply agreement. It really depends. So I, I, I think that there are two scenarios. If we, if, if Labor does bring the Greens into the cabinet proper, which I don't think it will, because it no. doesn't need them immediately, and I don't think the fact, in fact, the Greens will want it. It'll, it will be Calvin Davis because he's an, he's the next cab off the rank. 
and and the and if the deputy if the, if the prime minister for whatever reason is uh, perhaps overseas or whatever, um, uh, his uh, the deputy prime minister's role is simply to chair the um, chair, chair the uh, cabinet. It really does not have any political gravitas in New Zealand. Winston had a little, little bit of authority simply because he was a, um, a you know because the the last government relied on him in terms of. Uh, the coalition factor, and really that's it. Deputy Prime Minister, folks, has nothing to get too excited over. If, for example, the, the Prime Minister became pregnant again and so Calvin Davis had to take the role for six weeks, if it was a similar scenario to what happened with Winston Peters, how do you think he'd go? I think it'd be okay. You know, the the, the speech on election, I don't know. I happened to see his key advisor, probably the person that helped write the speech, and Calvin the next day, and I said, what the F, boys? What was that all about? You know, um, uh, you know my advice to uh, Calvin was, he's a straight man. Don't try to be a funny guy. Leave that up to us. Um, uh, I think it'll be okay. Uh, I think uh, I think that he'll be well supported by Mark mm. Robinson and others, and I think he'll simply get on get on with the job and um, and, and, and do it okay. What did he say? What did he say when you said to him, mate, that wasn't funny? I just he sort of rolled his eyes and gave me the old bro eyebrow, and that was it. There was no, there was nothing more that uh, needed to be needed to be said. It was a, a, the sour note on what mm. otherwise was quite a glorious night for the Labour Party, wasn't yeah. it? Um, I've got a question for you, Shane, which I'm a bit uncomfortable asking, but I'm just going to dive straight in, uh, which is it's based on an opinion of mine as well, that in the um, in the, the the COVID lockdown, Kelvin Davis, as tourism minister, was largely invisible. People were, you know, the tourism industry were crying out for a presence. He was largely invisible in the campaign. He clearly isn't the second most talented um, MP in the Labour Party. And the only reason he's number two is tokenism. So is that really the reason, the way we should be electing, um, choosing our deputy prime minister? No, I, I don't think. I don't think it's. I don't think it's tokenism. I think that often what happens is uh, in these type of arrangements is that the, um, you know, but, but in effect, the most important role other than the prime minister is the minister of finance, and there are plenty of circumstances. Where the Minister of Finance is not the is not the Deputy Prime Minister is not the Deputy Leader of the Party, and that's simply that's simply to um, to share the the roles and responsibilities. Now, Calvin didn't have a high presence during uh, COVID. Didn't have a high presence during the campaign. Uh, the reality is that the only people that had constant presence were was the Prime Minister uh, herself and the and the Minister of Finance. And if you have a look at the national team, mm. that's how it played out too. You know, it was Shane, all about Judith and, um, and uh, Goldsmith. Shane, is there something that the Labour Party knows about Calvin Davis in a good way that the general public doesn't? As in the general public see someone who, who seems to second-guess himself when he does media appearances and, and just what Beveridge was saying as far as how he's perceived to have performed as tourism minister... Is there something the Labour Party sees behind the scenes that the general public doesn't? Yeah, look, I've known Calvin for oh, 10, 15 years, and you know, I always declare that I, I was active in the in, in, in the Labour Party. Not so much now uh, these days. He's an honest fella. He's uh, straight up. He uh, has huge personal integrity, uh, and he's a, and he's a, and he's a decent, decent guy. You know, um, with Calvin, um, you 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 you. you Get what you see. He second guesses himself because I just think he's 
sort of not your typical politician that would mm. put spin on things for for the sake of putting spin on things. He's actually a, quite a decent guy. All right, Shane Tapo, political commentator.